How's it, everybody? It is the end of the semester, so I'm gonna keep this short because I'm just ready to like not do anything, even though that's not really the case here. So for my first class, the one with games and simulations, I had a meeting with my professor earlier in the week and he asked me like, how's your project going? And I was like debating whether to tell him that like I was done, like done, done. It's just been sitting there for like a week or to like genuinely ask for a problem. So the problem that I had was the way my project worked is you, you answer a question and you move forward, right? That's basically my game. But if you answer the question wrong, you go back to the first question. Like you have to start all over. You have to go back to the first same question and you move forward. So the point of the game is to get to the end of the game, like I'll get through all the questions correctly. So now what I saw when I was testing my game was that if you get it wrong and you go back to question one, when you answer finally answer it correctly you see like an animation screen of a bicyclist going across the page so when you get it wrong and then you come back like the bicyclist wasn't moving across the screen I was like okay fine so I told him about how it's not playing again and then we figured out that the image in Godot is called like a sprite the sprite had already played and is in a certain position on the page and it's just staying there. So we needed to tell it that every time we get to this screen, move the sprite back to its starting position so that it can execute the animation code. So that actually wasn't too bad. It was just sort of adding in a code, a line of code that was like, you know, sprite dot position equals, you know, X access, whatever. So that wasn't too bad. Then I was like, all right, this is a nice to have. But I told him, I was like, you know, the whole point is like it's a bike race, you know, and um, but like Candyland style and you have to answer questions. So, you know, just like a bike race, you want to be the fastest time to finish. So I was telling him like, oh, yeah, I saw your tutorials on like using a timer, but it was counting down. So I'm not sure like how to count up. And he showed me, it was just basically like, you're going to use the counter from the tutorial, but you're just going to say plus one. And I was like, okay, fair enough. That's easy. But then you had the problem of essentially it's just counting seconds. So like every second that it occurs, you add one to it. Right. And that's how it goes like zero, one, two, three, four. But then it was like, what happens after 60 seconds? Right. It's supposed to be one minute. So now you have to write a line of code that converts that seconds into a uh, style format that is minutes and seconds. I, I didn't put hours because like it shouldn't take you even close to an hour to complete this game. So that's what I did. And he helped me with it. And it took a little while and it ate up like our meeting time <laughs> slot. You know, it is what it is. So I do recognize and appreciate that I do have sort of this built in like office hours with my professor because he's, you know, like also my boss. So for my GA ship. So that's always kind of nice. So I was content on like turning in my project as is. But after what came out of that meeting afterwards was that I did end up, you know, fixing that little glitch because I didn't get like an error code 
when that it wasn't playing, but you can't really move forward because it's supposed to automatically move forward after it automatically animates. And if it doesn't animate, you, there's like literally no way of moving forward. So I had to get that fixed. And um, the timer thing, again, was a nice to have, but it was a little bit of work, but it was more like time work as opposed to like effort work. I and mean, maybe it did take a little effort, but that's just me. So what did I learn from this class? I will never, ever be a coder. I have no interest in being a coder. This class was in terms of like hands on project learning was probably easily the more difficult ones in terms of my electives because I like don't like this stuff but I do now understand and appreciate like how to make a game and it's not as easy as it seems I suppose it could be for like people who are coders but you know to me there's it's it's really like twofold of it which is the design of the game and then the code of it right and um i'm neither of those two things so um i'm glad i learned how to do it i i i'm glad i technically know how to do like some real like super super basic functions of it but otherwise yeah i'm all good that's i'm just glad like this class is over so you know i turned in we had like two elements of the project do which is like turn in the actual actual like executable file of the game which like you could actually play it I think like as a program on, on your computer and then the actual like file of it that I've been sending him you know this whole time for help yeah I turned that all in on Friday even though it's due on Monday which is today when I record this but yeah I was I was pretty much done with the semester like as soon as I turned in that project I was just like wash my hands from this semester I'm totally done my other class we had our final projects well it was really like final papers and final presentations due on Wednesday so our group went second and if you remember from the last podcast like my team members weren't ready from our last Friday meeting to rehearse our presentation so we had to schedule a meeting right before class so four o'clock we had a four o'clock meeting before five o'clock class and we were all done with the slides and and when I mean we I mean they <laughs> although I did I made some minor tweaks too since I had the time we practiced it twice and we we're like it's all good it was about a 15 minute presentation and I did feel the need to explain like why we chose I, I'm not sure if I mentioned this in my last podcast but like the theme of our slideshows we usually try to go like on topic but this time around we're just like you know it's the most wonderful time of the year that we decided to do like a holiday themed slideshow so I felt the need to have to like preface the slide uh the presentation of what the slides were before we went into it because otherwise if our professor shows it to people you know outside of this time frame it's just going to be so random like why is this you know holiday themed but we went with um what time of the year it was and you know it's our second holidays together as a cohort so i just felt like you know let's just do something different i'm over it <laughs> you know it's like go big or stay home you know what i mean so i'm just like he's not gonna dock us points for like that kind of stuff i think i don't know i guess we'll see i don't think he'll even turn in like the breakdown rubric of what our points are but you know whatever i was really happy with it i think everyone did a good job and there was like three different really personalities in the groups of their style of presentation like the third group 
did like a storytelling format, which I liked. And ours was a little different. Um, we went like more Pecha Kucha, where if you didn't listen to that podcast about a year ago, it's like a form of presentation where you use like little to no words on the screen and it's just like visuals. And in then you kind of really, if you want to have this a bit of a storytelling format, then that's kind of what you would do. So yeah, we did that. But we weren't really storytelling per se. We were just giving it in the style of Pecha Kucha in the beginning there before really diving into like our research methods and stuff like that. So I was really happy with it. And then we were like dreading the comments from or questions from the class. And of course, Dingo over here like has to make a comment and was basically like ripping through our method or like our sampling and then that if you use that, then you can't really do this. And it's not, you know, it has like low validity or something. And I'm like, you know, not my area. So I don't give a shit. <laughs> but my other group mate, like, didn't give a shit either. And I think he also made a comment of like, oh, I think you should have put like your citation in the literature review side, which was my other group mates one. And, you know, I'll take the hit for that because she did ask us about it. And I basically said, like, I don't think you need to do it. She did it anyway, but it was like really small, like a like a footnote. I was going to comment that it's technically there. It's just really small. But I was telling my group like in our discord chat, like I consciously made the choice not to like respond to his comments, like only to just further things along. And then my other group mate was like, yeah, that just saved us like half an hour of like discussion, which is true. But I also think like I think engaging with him like is not worth it. You know what I mean? Because then he'll just have a rebuttal and and then it goes to her point that it's just going to be a 30 minute conversation. So the three of us were literally like super quiet, like nodding our heads like, thanks, you know, <laughs> like a half hearted, maybe not even half hearted, just like basically a untrue like, thanks for your comment. Let's move on, you know. So luckily, our professor, um, you know, kind of took it from there and then he had his questions and comments. So, you know, that kind of did that. But I really felt actually empowered by like not engaging with him because I think in my opinion he I want to say likes it but does it to flex to think that he's like smarter than everyone and he's not and what I liked was in fact our professor sort of rebutted his comments for us anyway and it's better coming from him than us. So and then, of course, he has a rebuttal to that, too. So, you know, I just felt like vindicated. But I also think it was empowering to not engage with him because I think he just wants to feel like he was heard. And I've dealt with like people like that in my old job, you know, and I don't really try to not answer their question, but really try to debate with them because it's it's a debate that no one's going to win. So by saying nothing, like it just kind of ends the conversation, you know, what I mean? and technically he did say it was a comment and not a question. So I don't think there's no technical expectation of an answer because it wasn't a question. It was just him making comments and ripping up our, I guess, research topic. So whatever, you know, I, I can't wait for like we've just got one more semester together and I know we're going to see each other in 760 next year, but at, we're not in a cohort anymore. And I hopefully don't have to like deal with his crap. So just one more semester. But I did want to mention that part where it's just like I made the conscious choice to like not 
comment on his comment. And honestly, that felt empowering to actually not say anything, which is a little weird, right? Um, usually they say like, stand up for yourself. But I was just like, I think in this particular instance, silence speak volumes. <laughs> so, and I think we were all on the same page with that because the other two didn't. And we kind of commented that on our Discord page. It was just like, I made the conscious choice to like not answer him or like make a comment and they're like yeah <laughs> so I think we're all like all in the same we had like no prior discussion about what we were going to do with that because we had a feeling like he was going to say something so um he always has something to say anyway we also had like we were deciding whether or not our final papers actually do tomorrow on Tuesday but we were like we're pretty much done like I'm not changing this paper barring any major comments that came out of the presentation like I'm not going to do anything else. And so we actually turned in our paper like that evening. We're like, we, we, after our presentation, we had a break. And so during the break, we're like all on discord. Like, I think it's good. Just turn it in. So yeah, we turned it in. We turned in our presentation slides and our paper on the same night, even though the paper itself was due, is still due tomorrow. But I think we, all three of us were just like, I'm not changing anything. The comments were just like, whatever, I'm not changing it. And yeah, just turn it in so we did which is why I was able to like wash my hands officially of this semester last week Friday because I turned in everything even though yeah, the due dates are this week I like have nothing else to turn in so I think was it that night yeah I think Wednesday night I like finished up some um yogurt soju that I had and I just finished that up. I was just like, I'm getting drunk. Like, I'm done, you know? So I had a little celebratory drink. You know, I haven't been drinking much this semester as a conscious choice. And I just realized, yeah, I don't really need alcohol like every, all the time, you know, like an alcoholic does. I celebrated a little. And now fall semester 2022 is officially POW for me. Nothing to turn in. Just waiting for those grades. However, unfortunately... I do already have to start with work um, for next semester. One class, you know, has a professor that is pretty hard. So I've started doing her readings for her class and hopefully will um, start and finish our first paper that's due for that class. That would make me feel like in a good spot, like by the time we like meet up again in January. And I realized we get six weeks off from last week, Wednesday to the Wednesday we actually meet is six weeks. Really, it would be five, but she's not holding class on the first week. So I was like, yeah, thank you. So it will actually be six weeks. So kind of nice in terms of like synchronous class that it'll be like six week gap from our last synchronous class to our first synchronous class of the new semester. Now, this class that I'm talking about, this is the one I'm TAing for. So this class, I had to meet with my professor, whom she already liked, uh, rescheduled our meeting till last week, Friday. So she got like the syllabus done, at least the schedule and the dates. But I was looking through it and like, honestly, it was it still needed a lot of work. And this is just like getting started with the semester. So I didn't have any kind of expectations, but she has taught this course before only in the summer and not in the spring. So the difference with the legwork that we have to do now is like convert a six week summer course schedule into a 16 week full semester schedule. But I think she was able to do that fairly easily where each module is just a week. And I think it was more truncated in the summer, but she's adding back in like what she's calling a service project. 
So I sort of volunteered like because it really reminded me of social media campaign project I had to do for my master's program. And I told her that and I was like, we could do something similar. Like I could draft that like project, you know, outline for you. And so I was like, what am I doing? So anyway, I gave work for myself already, but I did that and I was looking through a syllabus and it was just like in a way, a little bit of a hot mess right now. But like I said, it's really at its early stages, which is why we have to meet now, because I think we're trying not to meet during the break. But we got to have something by the start of the semester. So her goal is as long as we have like the first two modules, i.e. the first two weeks of the course materials and assignments ready like we should be in good place by the time we start the spring semester and we just keep going from there so I'm not super worried about that but a part of me like really likes things set and organized so I think I kind of want to just like get it over with and and just be done with it and and in essence I'm giving myself a lot more work to do but this is something I actually want to do so the difference with this is Aside from having a lot to do with the syllabus, I have a lot of reading to do because I've never taken this class before. This class is only available to undergrads and master's students. So PhDs, students like me are not allowed to take it if they want it to count for an elective. Of course, I could take it. But if it doesn't count for something that doesn't you know, mean anything. So I feel like in a way, I almost get away with getting credit for this course by way of being the TA because I get to learn from this course because I have to know the material in order to TA for it, help the instructor and help the students. But the best thing is, I think I'm pretty sure or at least I hope that this topic area, this class is called social media and learning. It's a very popular class that I'm going to find, I hope, my research questions. Like I feel like I'm in the realm of this topic in a way, but I really hope that I can really hone in on like my theoretical framework and my research questions just by TAing for this class, just by doing the readings. I'm not going to do the assignments, but doing the readings from this class, I think might stem some really kind of kick up the dirt of some ideas of what to do for my dissertation. So I'm super excited for this class. It looks like it's going to be a lot of work, but at least it's not it's more like work work as opposed to like schoolwork where I really feel like if I just help out, help maintain, you know, I should get an A as opposed to like, I don't need to do any of the assignments, you know, and like, I guess my assignment would be to make sure that the modules are up and running, which is not that hard of a thing. And of course, helping students if they ask me the TA for help. I'm actually really stoked. And I'm really just have this anticipation that everything's going to work out in the end, like in terms of my topic. And, and then it just really goes in tandem with the other class that I have to take, which is knowing my theoretical framework for it and and the assignments I have to do for that class. And I think it's just really going to come together by mid to late spring semester. And I'm just like so excited for it. I, at least that's what I'm hoping on. I really don't want to get my hopes up because I don't know what I'm going to do, you know, without it. So, yeah, we'll see. I'm really excited. I'm just bummed that I do still kind of have to work during winter break, which is giving me flashbacks to last year when I absolutely have to do coursework during the winter break. But at least for one class, it's really feels like work work as a TA. And then for the other class, that's just more voluntary. That's just me 
trying to get ahead of the eight ball here um, so it doesn't get crazy, you know, during the spring semester. So I'm really excited, but I'm more relieved and happy that the fall semester is finally pow. Like, oh, my gosh, I think I'm just going to, like, have another drink just thinking about it, even though it's a Monday. But I've officially, unofficially started my winter break and I can't wait for you guys to listen in on next week's episode. I try to have one of my friends come on my podcast once a semester and usually at the end of the semester as like this really kind of fun episode to kind of end the semester. So look out for that. My friend Lenny is going to be a bonus episode on next week's podcast. So I will end with the Cowboys played the Texans yesterday and they actually made it competitive. And I was I think everyone was expecting them to have a blowout like they did with the Indianapolis Colts. But no, they had to have like a come from behind win because they were losing in the fourth quarter and then finally made a touchdown in the last possession as a go ahead win. So I'm happy they took the win. I'm not happy how they got the win. It was ugly, but a win is a win. And, you know, we are still in the mix, still in the conversation, still a possibility to win the division. But we're definitely haven't technically clinched playoffs, but I mean, if we keep it up, we should definitely make playoffs as a wild card. So this is it for me. I hope you enjoy the podcast next week and I will see you and I guess five or six weeks at the start of spring semester. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy everything. And I'll see you on the other side.